Now, News Talk Radio, CJAD 800 gives you Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome to Solo in the City on CJAD 800. I'm Cheryl Besner, your dating coach and founder of SoloInTheCity.tv. And again, I have Vincent White, the founder of PR Mixers, who's been my co-host for the entire month. And sadly, this is our last show together. The last one. Go so fast. I know. You know what? I I feel like every month I'm breaking up with somebody again. I mean, thank goodness I have a relationship show that I know how to deal with the loss. (laughs) It's so much fun. It's been great. And you know, like I was saying, it's fun having different perspectives, whether people are married that are coming on the show, um, because when it comes down to it, it's all about relationships. Our relationships mm-hmm. are about our love life, our yep. work life, our family life, right? Yep. And if we know how to kind of communicate with people and show who we are, what we put out there, and what we also expect mm-hmm. and, and how you know our standards are and the way we want people to respect and communicate with us, ladies and gentlemen, that is the bottom line of mm-hmm. being happy in your relationships. Yeah, you end up really sharing, enjoying the time you share together. And um, gosh, that's I think that's what that's what we did here this month of February. It's been great. Yeah, I know. It's been fantastic. And so, you know, sadly, it is the last show. So we're going to just like talk our heads off here today and try and pick your brain. Last last show, we were trying to fin- uh, fix up Vincent uh, with our matchmaker <laughs> and, and a gentleman from Eligible Magazine, Gary Wilson, who was on our show. And today, we're going to be talking about something that's very true to your heart, because you, you're a brand expert, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and that's your background. And, Correct. And funny, in my previous lives, uh, one of the things that I did was branding in the fashion world. So we're going to be talking about how to stand out of the crowd. And... Um, one of the ways we do that is by finding our own style and, and, and making it our own. So we're going to be getting into that. But in the meantime, let's talk about some dating trivia that's going on out there. Dating fun facts. Dating fun facts, exactly. So first one, uh, University of Pennsylvania found that most women said their first impressions of a guy are based on his body language. Now, that's 57% went on body language and self presentation uh, presentation, like the way in which they move mm-hmm. and they dress and yep. everything. And then 38 judge him on how he speaks and very low on the totem pole. The last seven cared about what he actually said. Well, you know, Whoa. you think about that. I mean, it is the first impression, the 100%. first conversation. So um, I think a lot could be said about that. But um, for the most part, I would tend to agree that it's you know your first reaction, your first instinct. So I don't know. I, I would be in line with that. Okay, so so would I, by the way, mm-hmm. on a certain level, because here's the thing is, and, and sometimes when I speak to a group and I talk about first impressions and I talk about the importance of appearance, people go, well, that's just packaging. And my answer is always, sorry, that's the first thing we reach for in a grocery store. It's the first thing when we buy a car. We are attracted to pretty attractive things and we have to also admit that to ourselves so it doesn't mean expensive hair salons all the time you know I, I had somebody who wrote in and asking does she always have to get a manicure it's very expensive before she goes on a date no but you need to have clean nails mm-hmm. um, you know having your hair done putting yourself together and it shows respect for yourself 
You know, that's that's the I am part of of what I do. I am is important to me first. Mm -hmm. And then it also shows respect for the other person. Sure. You know, so I, I guess, yes, first impressions are very much about that. But body language is definitely important because we can see a lot of confidence, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How you stand erect or oh, position yeah, good, yourself. Good posture. Absolutely. I think, uh, I think you, know, you package all of that together and this is who you are. This is how you present yourself. So I think that is the first, uh, and this is why the first reaction, the first instinct, the first idea that someone has about you. So I think that you put that together it makes a lot of sense. But then it was, for me, it was a little bit about 38% went on how he speaks and 7% only care about what he actually said. Uh, now that's where I get a little lost. Now, studies have shown that men are attracted primarily by sight and women are attracted by ear. Mm-hmm. So women are, that's why, you know, you ask a woman, you know, what kind of man would you like to date? If they're, they're having fun with it, they'll probably go Italian or French because, you know, we love the language. <laughs> we, we love the accent of, of gentlemen, right? So women are attracted to sound. Okay. So I, I understand it. But I would say that most women are looking for confidence, and that comes out in what you say. Mm-hmm. So somebody can have a voice that may not be powerful, but his words can be powerful, and his thought process can be powerful. Yeah, I think it. Uh, I mean, it's in very interesting conversation. I think between it could really go one way or the other, uh, you know. And uh, if you look at you know, thirty-eight percent judged him on how he speaks, seven percent cared about what he actually what he actually said. You're getting to close to fifty-fifty on those points, but um, you know, nonetheless, I think uh, it's it's all relative. But I would tend to agree that men would look first at you know how the woman how she how she looks, uh, and which includes uh, the, her body language, the, right? The body language, of course, and um, but. But um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's maybe a question for uh, for our audience as well. Maybe you can tweet us and let us know what you think as well. Yeah, I'd love to hear. Yeah, definitely, you should tweet on out to us. You can do hashtag solo in the city and uh, give us opinions on all these things and anything else that you have. And by the way, you know we host people all the time on this show on the roundtable, and and I would love to have more people out there from the community who have a voice and have an opinion. Write to us and and tell us that you'd like to be on the show. We do bring people every week to this roundtable, so why not have your voice part of it and uh, get in on the action? So if you're interested in coming on the show, please write to us at solointhecity.tv. That's info at solointhecity.tv. Now, another study, and this one I really love. This woman, her name is Lisa Daly. She's written, like, I think it's six or seven books. Some of them are Stop Getting Dumped, which I love that title. Um, is He Cheating? I mean, a lot of her books are very negative uh, in, in title. Is He Cheating? Or How to date like a grown-up so Mm -hmm. that's just some of her books and um she actually is uh, under the opinion and i want you to weigh in on this one okay okay? all right she's under the opinion that most men know they're falling for someone as soon as the third date while for women it takes a little bit longer what do you think on that one i think um i think that would be fairly accurate we tend to men tend to make a, an op- opinion or a judgment fairly quickly i think uh, after three dates you really you know tend to know okay do i really like this person or do i want to spend can you spend time with this person um i think you can detect that fairly quickly uh, for the men and um gosh for the women i mean that's you know some of these uh look at you know how how many dates it takes until to actually report some of the same feelings around what date fourteen? Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah, she she believes is around fourteen. And and you know what? I it's it's funny because 
in general, when you talk to people, because I mean, this is what I do, right? I, I talk to people uh-huh. all day, every day, and 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 I love it. And um, I ask people questions like that, and I will say that most men know, know almost instinctively when they meet somebody that this is a person of value. Right. They are attracted to this this woman on many different levels, mm-hmm. and they know almost instantaneously that this is a person of high value that they want to see again, mm-hmm. and. And on the other side, women, they definitely start to imagine, in many cases, not all cases, down the road, like, Mm -hmm. could this be the one? Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, I strongly suggest we don't go there on a first date. (laughs) But it does take them a little bit of time. And and I always suggest, by the way, I have my six-date rule. I've written about it. I've talked about it on on national TV. The six-date rule is... Ladies, gentlemen, get to know somebody, get to know their head. Lust can come in and you can feel that on that very first date within the first 10 seconds sometimes. But you need to know more because love has so many different levels. So hold off on the intimacy, get to know the person, and then start thinking about getting closer on, mm-hmm. Great on that, points. That's sexy level. <laughs> Six dates. Yeah, yeah. Mark that one down. Well, and, and dates. You know, rules are meant to be broken sometimes. But <laughs> <laughs> anyway, coming up on Solo in the City, we'll be talking with Lydia Mamma. She's the owner of Jules Jewelry Bar, and we're going to be talking about how to make yourself stand out in a crowd. You're listening to Solo in the City on News Talk Radio CJAD 800. This is Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and my guest co-host for the month, Vincent White. Hi again, Cheryl. This is our last expert table together. Ah, gosh. How about that? I know, I know. But it's so much fun because this particular subject is very much up your alley. Yes. Because it's all about how to stand out in a crowd, which Mm -hmm. is about really branding yourself. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. And it's from my background. And it's Mm -hmm. also the background of our guest today. Her name is Lydia Maman. She's the owner and creator of Jules Jewelry Bar. And this woman knows how to make people pop. She's got her own style and her own brand going on. And uh, she's going to talk with us about how we can really help ourselves stand out in a crowd. Lydia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Cheryl. So uh, first of all, I want to say thank you so much. One of the things that I use when um, I want to identify myself, especially if I'm doing interviews, is I in- I use jewelry to accessorize myself and, and to make statements. So I, I point with a finger, and, and that makes my point when I'm talking to people. And for those of you who have seen me either on television or know me in person, I use my hands a lot. So Lydia has created a beautiful Solo in the City ring for me uh, that I get to sport these days. So thank you very much, Lydia, for that. My pleasure. It's pretty fabulous. It is pretty fabulous. And, and it's got my, you know, the name of my brand on it. So it, it's great, but you can have your name too on it. So um, nice way to identify yourself. And you know what? That's a great thing, right, Lydia? Because for instance, you know, these dog tags that I see a lot of people wearing, um, when you go out into a crowd, everybody knows your name. What a That's great right. opener, right? 
exactly. So how could a guy like Vincent um, identify himself with a piece of jewelry that would make him stand out in a crowd, do you think? Um, well, for the men, the best thing is to wear a bracelet, an ID bracelet with their name on it. Um, we've had men that have wanted their personalized necklace. There are men that want to have their you know, social media name on it. It seems to be geared more towards women, but definitely, definitely personalized jewelry for men. Um, it could be a signet ring with their initial on it, hmm. an ID bracelet, like I said, but anything like, or even cufflinks are super popular and so, very elegant for a man to have their initials engraved on their uh, cufflinks as well. So, you know, we were talking about early in the show also that women are attracted right away to um, the way a man presents himself and Definitely. the way he dresses and the way he carries himself. Like this, this was actually one of the one of the opening things was like 58% of women are attracted to the way a man looks. So identifying yourself with style is is a great way to do it. So how do you think other people can stand out in a crowd? Like for you, you you're well, you're forever engaged, right? Lydia? Yes. Okay. So Absolutely. what made you <laughs> not forever. We might surprise people. You might surprise people? Yeah, I'll send you know, a postcard from one of the islands one of these days. Yeah, you know what? I have to tell you, we've done shows on polyamorous relationships, living apart together, the lat relationship, um, long distance relationships. We haven't done the forever engaged. I think we have to do that uh, as a show. I'm gonna have to speak to Lara and, and get her to put it on. And Lara's in the um, sound booth right now and she's well, looking at me and <laughs> right now he's saying forever engaged what we're not Oprah and Stedman and I'm going yeah we are for now until we surprise everybody oh okay so we'll, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on you so Absolutely. what what made your paramour like jump out of the page when you first saw him when we first saw each other there was definitely sparks flying love at first sight I, I'd never believed that something like that could actually exist but here we are nine years later you know, one of the facts that we were talking about at the beginning of the show also is a study was done by this uh, this author, and she was saying that most men know within three dates. So you're kind of attesting to that, that wow. he knew, right? Yeah, we went on a date uh, the next day and the day after that. So yes, I seem to be part of that statistic. <laughs> and And what was the lasting impression that he left on that very first date that made you want to go out again? His smile. His smile. His kindness. Oh, smile. Smile's good, right? Very important. Smile and confidence. Oh, yes. Yeah, so so that's one of the things that we can own, right? Um, Vincent, you go out there and you own who you are, correct? Correct, yeah. I think uh, smiling is such a, a key point, and if you uh, definitely mix that with uh, with your confidence and also your enthusiasm. You know, if you're enthusiastic around someone, I think you're in good spirits. I think uh, it really, uh, it's kind of like your best self when you're meeting somebody new. Exactly. You, he, he was very confident. He was very enthusiastic and um the confidence definitely showed when he, when we were speaking and he was coming very close to me. So that's, you know, for the first time that you meet somebody, to do that, it's just he knew that he owned it, as you would say. Now, you're listening to Lydia Mama. She's the owner and creator of Jules Jewelry Bar. And, and one of the things that she specializes in is um, identification jewelry with your name on it. So we're all saying that it would be something that you can wear and right away somebody knows your name. And that's something also very much part of psychologically, you know, um, leaving your mark on something. It's when people see a name or, or an image of something, they remember it. So rather than just saying, Hi, I'm Cheryl. 
it's there. It's, it's your idea. It's beautiful. <laughs> yes. I mean, yesterday I just delivered for Valentine's Day. Um, she ordered Romeo. She ordered a Romeo necklace for her boyfriend. Oh, well, is that like Romeo and Juliet? It doesn't matter what their name is? is He's that... <laughs> Romeo, and she made a necklace, and she's going to be wearing, you know, Romeo around her neck. There was also another couple where uh, her name is Jay and his name is A, and I ordered a Jay Hart a necklace and she loves it and she's constantly reposting it on social media you know that that's um something that would be really good actually instead of tattooing somebody's name on you which is forever right no seriously i mean especially you know there are people who meet like i don't get this sometimes because we're talking about you know how to make yourself stand out in a crowd and then branding yourself well tattooing and and I, it's not that I have anything against tattooing, and I see a lot of beautiful tattoos out there, but when people put somebody's name on their body when you're still in the dating phase, mm-hmm. and then you break up, like Vincent and I are going to be breaking up at the end of the show. Um, because <laughs> Vincent's, you didn't tattoo. Um, you know, I, I didn't tattoo, but at least if I just had your name on a plaque or a piece of jewelry, you know, I could just put it aside afterwards. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great point, I think. You know, definitely looking to have, like, these custom items, though, is, is just, I think it's a great way to, you know, have this connected, connection to somebody without being tattooed. So, so. is there something that you use, um, Lydia, for yourself? Like, when you're out there every day, not not your jewelry and accessories, but is there is there something that's significant about the Lydia style that you put out there? Um, the Lydia style in terms of the jewelry that no, I wear? No, you. You personally. Because we're, we're really talking about how to make yourself stand out. So it can be a piece of jewelry, but as a person, what do you think it is that you put out there every day that sets your style tone? Um... Just pretty much, like I have, I have my sense of style. It's elegant, classic. I'm always being seen often with a set of pearls, uh, the scarf necklace, anything that really, really stands out. I, I'd like to mix pretty much the high low. The high low. Yeah. What's yours, Vincent? Uh, for me, I think uh, I've always got like you know, my watch. For one, I uh, have a beautiful Nixon watch I wear almost every day, and I've got different bracelets as well. Uh, I do have one necklace as well that I got uh, while it was vacation in Costa Rica. But even when I wear it, not everyone can obviously see it. So, uh, but we were talking about tattoos, and I have actually a small tattoo on my oh, right he wrist. Does. And it's he just, does. It's, it's the two letters of my last name, it's just a way to you know give a little shout out to uh, both my mom's side of the family my dad's side of the family it's a very small tattoo but it is also something that is okay I, I, I see an m and a w so we know white <laughs> yeah correct yeah m, what's the m <laughs> m is mar mar children it's a french name and uh so mar children on my on my mom's side while on my dad's side but it's again it's visible so between that and the and the watch i think those are the two things so do we all agree here lydia yeah. and vincent do we agree that there are ways in which we can make ourselves pop in a crowd where we can stand out and have people notice who we are. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people know me as a um, warrior slash autism mom. My oldest son is in the spectrum, and I never leave the house without my puzzle necklace. The puzzle represents oh my God, that's beautiful. until every piece of the puzzle fits. Right. So that is definitely my... Have you... Uh, that's my necklace. That's the way of identifying that everybody knows that uh, I'll always be there to uh, 
advocate for my son. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Well, this is something that we do very much um, every day. It's something that I do with my clients all the time. One of the first things I do is help them identify their signature, their brand, and what they want to, so it really shows people who you are. I want to thank Lydia Mama, the owner and creator of Jules Jewelry Bar in Westmount. Uh, head on down there and uh, check her out and uh, style it yourself with your own identity. That's what that's about. So thank you, Lydia, for joining us. You're very welcome. It was a pleasure. Okay, coming up next on Soul in the City, our dating debate, how to stand out in the crowd. You're listening to Soul in the City on CJAD 800. Solo in the City with Cheryl Besner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and my guest co-host, Vincent White, and I are about to get into our debate. All right. Debate time. The debate time. So I want to get right into it right now because, again... This is our last time on air together tonight, and I don't want to cry, so I got to keep busy. I got to keep focused. <laughs> keep here. going. Let's keep yeah, going. Yeah. So oh, I want to welcome uh, to our dating debate table Blair Dohey. He's the creative director and the writer behind. I love this blog, Day Jobs and the Nightlife. Perfect for a solo in the city. Welcome, Blair. Hi, thank you for having me on. Oh, pleasure. And as well, Scarlett James. She is to me, the top burlesque performer in North America. This woman has such presence, which is exactly what we're talking about. She knows femininity, and she is smart and passionate. She's a great producer of many shows that go on here and elsewhere. Scarlett, welcome once again to Solo in the City. Thank you so much for having me, Cheryl. Hi, Um, everyone. Hi. Hello. Well, and I just want to say right now, um, Scarlett is part of the I Am Solo in the City Woman's Retreat that we're doing next month. So for any of you who hear her now, go to her site, check her out. You'll get a little bit of insight about what we'll be doing at this retreat in regards to the workshop that Scarlett will be doing with us about owning our femininity, which is, again, part of what we're talking about here is how to stand out in a crowd, Right. So it's about movement and body language. So I want to just jump in there right now to you, Scarlett. What do you think makes a woman stand out in a crowd? First of all, I would say because uh, to stand out in a crowd is primary visual. So it's the way she stands. It's her posture. And then after that, it would be her energy that she she's projecting. And and so, different, we project differently depending on the results and what we want to attract, correct? Absolutely. We are very adaptive uh, human beings. Uh, Our primary thing in life when we grow up is learn how to seduce. So depending on what we need, we're going to adopt a different technique. We have to seduce our parents when we want to borrow a car. We want to seduce our first boyfriend, and that's the way it is. Yeah. So... And what do you think, what do you think, Blair? What makes a man stand out in a crowd? Well, I think building on uh, what Scarlett said, I think that uh, it comes down to confidence. And uh, if you walk into a room and you're confident uh, and everything else sort of falls into place, uh, your posture, the way you uh, pose yourself, your your clothing falls correctly, 
you smile, you make eye contact, uh, all those things, they are what draw people to, to a person, I think. And do you think there's things that we can do that help, you know, put us a little bit more in the spotlight? So if you're walking into a room, Scarlett, is there something, let's say, I'm going to ask Scarlett a man. What can a man do that would really attract your attention? A smile. A smile, an openness, um, you know, a positive attitude inside because that's going to glow outside. Yes, uh, of course, to be dressed well. Gentlemen, shoes are very important. (laughs) (laughs) From head to toe, right? Uh, so if every if the shoes are clean, if the if the man is is like well dressed, well groomed, it's it's a very very important thing that you notice right away. And what about you, Blair? What do you think when a man walks into a room? What is it that really would boom for you? I think what uh, I find uh, very attractive in well, a man or a woman really is somebody that's looking up and outward and around the room from the second they walk in. If, if uh, you're looking down and you, you're you not engaging people, and, you know, the first thing we see is somebody's smile or the eyes and the eye contact. So if you don't see either of those things, it's hard to get noticed. You know, if uh, you uh, just kind of want to keep to yourself, then you're going to always probably end up being by yourself. Do you think somebody can try too hard? What do you think on that, Vincent? Uh, definitely. I think you can, uh, if someone is, you know, trying to put too much of an effort out there, people can detect that. Um, you know, you want to make sure that you're still genuine and, and authentic in yourself when you're, uh, when you're kind of trying to feel a room. Uh, you don't have to be everywhere either, but, um, I, I think that you want to at least, you know, be yourself, be comfortable. If you're comfortable around, you know, with yourself, people around, around, you're going to feel it. And, um, and I think that's, you know, online with some of the some of the comments that we that we heard here, like smiling and having a good attitude as well, is very important. So, Scarlett, what do you think are some of those traits that really show that somebody is just trying too hard? Well, they're going to get nervous if they're trying too hard. They're going to do all the right things, but they they're going to get so nervous that uh, it, it sends out mixed messages. And we are very sensitive uh, creatures, and we're, like like uh, like Jimmy like says, we're, we're going to feel it right away, and we're going to wonder, oh, what's what's wrong? You know, <laughs> 100%. You're yeah, listening, I mean, by the way, to Scarlett James. She is a burlesque performer and producer. And as well, we're being joined by Blair Dohey. He's the creative director and the writer behind Day Jobs and the Nightlife. Um, what do you think uh, about that, Blair? What is it that really can say, oh, trying too hard, phony? I think when when somebody is trying too hard, and I, I think that we all we're, we are also very sensitive as either man or woman, uh, we know and we understand that uh, coming into uh, a room, if you're not listening to the people in the room, you're not you're drinking too much, you're you're over exaggerating things, and that's those are cues that are like, okay, I'm I'm not really comfortable here. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. So, okay, I I want to I've got to switch this up right now because, and I'm going to throw it out to each of you really quickly. Scarlett, you have to have one blooper date. I mean, something that happened once in your life where you stepped out and you were nervous, so you had a blooper. Can you think of something? Oh my God, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit of a, 
you know, OCD. So okay. no, <laughs> sorry, I, <laughs> I, I, this is comes to my mind right now. I, I get really, really shy. Oh, maybe when I first met my boyfriend, I realized in the discussion that he was also a Capricorn and I'm a Capricorn myself. And I thought right away in my mind, oh my God, it's over because it's our third date. He's a Capricorn. I'm a Capricorn. Oh my God, that's never going to work. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I, I became really white in the face and he also realized oh my god that's not going to work because I'm a Capricorn and he felt so awkward but that's that's what happened it happens what about we you Blair <laughs> <laughs> what about you Blair uh, well I've uh, done a, quite a bit of dating in my life um, and I could are you saying you're a on. serial dater I was. I'm no longer a serial dater because I'm in a relationship now, but I was a serial dater and I loved it uh, because it's a lot of uh, interesting stories for a writer like me. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I think one of the most recent uh, dates I went on before I got into the relationship, I was out with a uh, guy and he was so nervous that he drank so much that he threw up outside the restaurant and didn't think I saw it. Mm. Okay, so that, I was that like, could be not like, a first good date move. That's no, that was the that was the shortest uh, relationship I've ever had. <laughs> okay, Vincent. Uh, you know, I think uh, maybe it would be in a context where you just you know don't have enough like to share with the other person, just in terms of like conversation. Uh, you know, you have a few drinks, you have dinner, and uh, you know, there's one date. You know, even even recently that I had that was kind of like that as well. It was. It was just like not, you know, you don't, you, you can sense, I guess, the chemistry is just not there. And, um, and I guess, you know, when you feel that, you're like, okay, well, maybe attracted to the person, but if the chemistry is not there, you can, it's tougher. Yeah. yeah. It's tougher. Okay. So I'm just going to end it off with my, my first worst date experience was I went out, I got really nervous. I was eating at Barbie Barn. I think I was 17 years old and <laughs> I picked up my rib and, um, Okay, worst date, don't go to Barbie Barn on a first date. I picked up the rib, I put it in my mouth, and I pulled, and it went flying across the table into my date's lap. So, <laughs> worst date experience. Anyway, so that branded me as, like, I don't know, the, the worst eater, the worst first date person. Um, yeah. <laughs> tragic, tragic. Anyway, thank you so much, Blair Dowry from Creative Director and the writer behind Day Jobs and Nightlife, and also Scarlett James, burlesque performer. You can follow both of them online and see also, Scarlett, you have a calendar of um, shows coming up as well, right, on your site? Absolutely. Okay. I loved having you both. We're going to have to have you both back and talk a lot more about how to stand out in a crowd. In the meantime, coming up, I'm going to answer your dating questions and tell you where to see and be seen with my Solo in the City events calendar. And also you can get all this on day jobs and nightlife. This is Solo in the City on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. I heard about being young. You're listening to Solo in the City with Cheryl Vesner on News Talk Radio, CJAD 800. This is your guide to getting social and finding love in Montreal. Welcome back to Solo in the City and welcome again to my guest co-host for the month of February and last show, Vincent White. 
Hey, Cheryl, last show already. I know, I know. Let's get right into the events calendar, because if let's, I don't let's. just dive in there, I just might cry. <laughs> I, I, you know, these are these breakups at the end of every month are just heartbreaking. Let's talk about the fun stuff. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Okay, so let's kick it off. The West Montreal Singles uh, Over 40 want you to join them for a bowling game at the Laurentian Lanes Bowling Center. This is taking place on Friday night, March the 4th at 7.30 p.m., I don't know if you've ever done date night there. Have you ever gone I there? I have not, no. Okay. Not for date night. Okay. I want to tell you, <laughs> I love this bowling alley uh, or bowling lanes for mm-hmm. a very specific reason, other than the fact that, you know, great bowling and everything. They make the best burgers. Really? I love burgers. Really? So yeah, I did not know that. They do, they do. Cheeseburgers there are just amazing. So uh, go order some cheeseburgers, order some fries, share them with your girlfriend. Don't do onion rings if you're there on a date. Okay? There you go. Key point. Key point, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, bad for the Agreed. breath. Bad for the breath. And then Montreal getting out there and enjoying winter at Mount Royal. Itch trails and Breathtaking views are there all winter for snowshoeing excursions. And you can get guides from Les Amis de la Montagne. They also serve hot chocolate. And snowshoes are provided for this. So this is taking place also on Friday night at 6 p.m. And the cost there is $20. And I love snowshoeing. And I go there often, snowshoeing, I have to say. Oh, amazing. Yeah, it's such a great place. And you got to be able to take advantage of the nature a little bit. So, Right. Yeah. And this is going to kind of pick up from, you know, we had the skating, um, you know, for the month of February down in mm-hmm. the uh, Bon Secours area yeah, at the yeah, basin. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now we go from skating, we get to snowshoes. So a lot of fun. And, and by the way, though, while you're at Mount Royal, you can take your skates and go skating. Mm-hmm. There as well, yeah, great date right. place, you know. So activities, these are great things to do. I mean, there is so much fun things happening around our city during the winter, you know. And and this is also a little tip. When you go skating, if the lady doesn't know how to skate or the guy doesn't know how to skate, great way to hold hands on a first date, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, you know? yeah. And it shows your vulnerability and your strength. Like, you know, you can help each other and be vulnerable to each other. And yeah, Everybody goes snowshoeing and goes skating. That's right. There you go. Well, <laughs> snowshoeing, you can't really fall on each other, but skating, you can. And just wear helmets. I know, ladies, it doesn't look good for the hair, but, you know, let's be safe. You have to date safe. Smart dating, safe dating. And that doesn't only mean when you're getting sexy. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Helmets when you're skating. Very yeah. important. And we have another event uh, in our calendar for the week. We have the Montreal Singles Meetup Group, which is hosting a vegetarian cooking class. It's happening at the Montreal Art of Living Center. Now, the date that's next Saturday, so that's March 5th, that's at 11 a.m., and the cost is $20. Uh, the Montreal Singles Meetup Group has organized quite a few events, and I think it's uh, another great one for uh, people to, uh, to join and to participate in. Yeah, well, this is all part of Meetup, which I, I love Meetup. I mean, again, yeah. I, I have the I Am Meetup Group for women out there, mm-hmm. and we'll be actually discussing that. But uh, get on to Meetup. Remember, and, and by the way, this is not just for single people. And I know for a fact that there are a lot of married people and relationship people out there who listen to this show every Saturday night. I love it when you tell me that you sit and listen with your partners or your husbands and wives. Meetup is not just for singles. It is about people who want to meet up and do activities. So it's an activity-based site. Anything you like to do, there's probably groups getting together to do just that. So very important because especially for people in relationships, okay, this is key. You might not always want to do the same thing as your partner. 
mm-hmm. or your husband or wife, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So we have to be able to explore who we are and and enjoy the things that we enjoy, even if our partner doesn't always want to do it. Correct. This is a great way to keep your relationship together, you know, yeah. where you don't feel you're missing out on what you like in life. So meetup group is something that you can both get on and use to find activities that you could try together or try alone. So I strongly suggest everybody to look at meetup.com, a great place. And, um, you know, one of the things <laughs> I loved about that one is, like, it's so funny that you would choose to talk about a vegetarian. <laughs> that is so not you, Vincent. Uh, well, yeah, not a vegetarian. But you know what? It is uh, maybe a cooking class that, um, you know, maybe I should look into. Never know. Okay. Well, I Love to Dance and the West Montreal Singles Plus uh, 40 Plus Singles Group is having a dinner and dance at the Meridiana in Laval. It's a bring-your-own-booze, a BYOB, four-course menu at $38. This is happening Saturday night at 7 p.m. There is a whole life going on out there in Laval. I mean, seriously, there are great places to go out there and enjoy and everything. And you know what? It's not far. So for all you Montrealers who like to stick around the downtown area... I strongly suggest head out to Laval. There's great restaurants and great activities to do there. There you go. And the final event in our events calendar is the Festival Montréal en Lumière, Montreal Highlights Festival. It's taking place right now, and it's one of the largest winter festivals in the world. So enjoy Montreal wintertime through a unique program combining performing arts. Uh, there's free outdoor family activities, a full night of original discoveries. It's happening till March 5th, so do take advantage of it. Right. And last but not least, I do want to remind everybody, um, we are now down to one spot only at the I Am Solo Retreat. It's happening March 18th to the 20th. This is only for 10 women. And um, it's all about discovering ourselves, being independent. And again, not just for solos out there. This is for women who just want to learn a little bit more about themselves, expand themselves, and do it under the support of other women. And we have a lot of of fun activities and great workshops that are going to be going on uh, that weekend. It's taking place at the Shea Swan Hotel downtown. Uh, thank you for them for helping um, us make this all happen and pois penché. And um, it's going to be fun. So let's get to our let's dating questions. Let's get to the uh, dating questions. So, uh, dear Cheryl, I've been on a few dates with a man. We still don't know each other very well. He has a business trip coming up in Chicago. He's invited me to join him. I'd like to go, but I feel like it may be a little too soon in our relationship. I'm not comfortable sharing a room with him just yet. Is that normal? Should I tell him? And if so, how? Okay, very simply, when you travel with a man, um, you do have the option to say you know, will you book me my own room so you don't have to rush into it? I understand that there's always these desires to do something that's fun and exciting. But if this is the person for you, you might just want to wait. And again, set your standards. If you want to go, say, great. Um, You know, I I assume you'll book me my own space, you know, my own room. And uh, then you can go and have a a great weekend. So just set it up and set your boundaries right there. So if you have dating dilemmas, call me at 1-844-744-SOLO or tweet me your questions using hashtag solo in the city. And now, dear Vincent, I bid you adieu. 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 A bientôt. And merci beaucoup. Thank you so much for this this great month. I send you a lot of love. Thank you very much. (laughs) Take care, everyone. Stay in touch, too. Stay in touch. And um, 
Coming up next month, our guest host will be Anne-Marie Duprat. She wrote the book Ma Vie Amoureuse de Marde. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're here Saturday nights at 10 p.m. on News Talk Radio, CJD 800. This is Soul in the City, and remember to keep integrating social solutions with our coaching and events calendar and dating site at solointhecity.tv because we all know it's all about the kiss. For tons of great dating and relationship info, go to solointhecity.tv.